good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whenever the hell you're listening to this bad boy, thank you so much for doing it. It is I, Josh Potter, here on the Josh Potter Show once again. And boy, oh boy, do we have a special episode for you today. 2023, the second episode of the brand new year. And I thought we'd bring in the winner of the Rochi Award for Guest of the Year in 2022, it's Chase O'Donnell, folks. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Oh my God. Overwhelming, resounding amount of votes. <sighs> Here she is. Thank you. Can I just say thank you again for the guest of the say year? Say as many thank yous as you'd like. I, I want you to know actually how much it means to me. I was doing like a review of my year. Mm-hmm. Like I do a lot of journaling exercises. Right to close out 2022. Yeah, and one of them was like, what was a, one of like your big accomplishments? And I put that I won guest of the year. <laughs> That's only, how excited I was. And because it is so resounding that you won. Uh, and last year there was such controversy that you won. I figured, you I know. I didn't win last year. No, I mean that you didn't win. Excuse me. Rub it in. I'm sorry. Yes. It's but okay. because of all the controversy <laughs> surrounding it, I thought going forward, since you are everybody's favorite, <laughs> we would just name the Rochi for guest of the year, the Chase O'Donnell Award. Wow. So that is official. Really? It is indeed. Oh my gosh. And folks, Chase is going to be with me this Friday night. <sighs> My big B-Day show (laughs) over at the Nightcap in Burbank, California. Tickets are on sale. There might be a couple left, so go get them if you can. Again, that's at the Nightcap. Friday night, the 13th, myself, Chase O'Donnell, Annie Letterman, Sarah Weinshank, Hormoz Rashidi, Lulu Jojovich, maybe some special guests. It's going to be a fun, fun time for my birthday. There will be beer shotgunned. There will be weed, all kinds of stuff. Right? Yeah, that's going to be so fun. Are you excited? I'm so excited. And Kirsten's going to be there. She's back again. We've missed Kirsten for the last couple episodes. Yeah. Welcome back, Kirsten. Oh, so many things. It's a brand new year. Uh, by the way, if you want to go get those tickets, at Josh underscore Potter on Instagram, at J underscore Potter on Twitter, and also uh, Josh potter show at gmail.com please send in your roach reporting send in your music the way griff parker roachy award winner sent this bad boy in and uh what do you have to plug there miss chase before we get into things oh um i oh oh it's very exciting my stand-up special that i filmed um over the summer is coming out february 9th whoa on youtube so it'll be free for everyone to watch that's incredible it's called people pleaser and yeah it's coming out next month i really literally in one month i hope yeah january 9th so yeah no a month from today that we are recording and tomorrow this episode comes out so get ready folks get ready for your calendar but a little is it going to be on your channel no, it's with the uh, production company that filmed it. Do you know what the channel is called? So Four by three productions. Four by three productions. Mm-hmm, but is that an X with the by? Is it? I don't, I know. don't know. They should have <laughs> thought of that. But I think um, obviously I'll be putting everything on my Instagram, which is Chase underscore O'Donnell. So follow me there and you'll be up to date. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Now, since we've last spoke, a new year is here, a new you, perhaps. I don't know. Tell us about you were doing your year-end journaling. You were oh, mentioning. yeah. I mean, I do year-end journaling 
every year for do you make resolutions like everybody yeah and <laughs> like everybody like i mean everybody <laughs> kind of does right yeah oh i i i think goal setting resolutions journaling it's some of uh it's like some of my favorite and this is high time for ever. it being in you know the turnover of the new year it's the perfect time to do it. So tell us, what we're, what are we doing <laughs> this year? What's on the docket? Okay, well, so in the past, I've been like, learn piano, learn Spanish. You know, like <laughs> I've been very specific. Yeah. And then I get disappointed. So I'm changing my tact. I've never... Learned those things. Learned those. So um, this year, my resolution is just to follow through. So if I oh. say I want to do something, stop the chit chat yeah. about it because I can talk about it for days and just do it. Interesting. What if you don't follow through with the follow through? I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. And you said beforehand, you before we went on the air, you mentioned uh, that you're doing manifestation exercises. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's great. Really? I like it. I try you to do, do? that. Oh, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know if I call it <laughs> manifestation. I just go like, I want that so bad. No, see, you're doing it wrong. Okay, why? Because if this is what they say, if you're in a place of I don't have it and I want it, you're yeah. not going to get it. You have to be like, I already have it no and I'm wonder. so happy. No wonder I've been fucking up. <laughs> yeah, you can't want it. You have to. So wait. It's kind of. Um, you have to act like you already have it. You have to be a little delusional. That's why delusional people Get what actually want. are great manifestors because they're so delusional they just believe so stuff. So what do we, I mean, you've been doing this now for what, a couple of days? Yeah, yeah. a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have that we don't necessarily want or what, I don't even know how to describe um, it. Yeah, see, I have to get very, I think I'm supposed to get clear on what I want. But, oh, okay. But what I've been working on. And now these are classes. No, I'm doing a 21-day um, manifestation program that my cousin's doing, and she sent it to me, so I get it oh for my. free. Is this involved going somewhere? No, it's just like every day. It's like online. It's Gabby Bernstein. You get another like. Do you know who that is? No idea. Big in the manifesting. She's community. a big manifester. Um, so every day you get a new, like, I don't know. This is what you need to do today. Write down what you desire. Okay. The next day, uh, get into high vibration. So how do you get into high vibration? You have to be happy. How do you do that? You do things that make you happy. It's so fun. I mean, yeah, that's not, I would like to do things that make me happy and have an excuse for it as opposed to just me being an undisciplined uh, <laughs> sort, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's nice. So high vibrations. Yeah. Write down your desires. Yoga. Now, you meditating. said all of this is going to, pardon the pun, manifest come April. So then <laughs> I think. Um, for some people right now, I might be sounding a little woo-woo is the term. That's what I, I've heard this term <laughs> woo-woo before, and it's an L.A. thing. But I really eat it up. So these woo-woo people, what woo-woo means is like these people that are like, oh, <laughs> you're a Taurus? Get fucked. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're they, like, they base everything you're a of, Pisces. What kind of crystal is that? Well, you're making it seem like they're mean. They are mean. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're so just a little like, out there. Ew. They're not mean. 
what is your moon sign? <laughs> <laughs> They're just excited to know about your stars. I don't find it exciting. <laughs> but see, I actually don't know that much about it. I I wouldn't know what's your sign. I'm a Capricorn. My see, birthday's on Friday. That's right. That's Come out right. To the show. <laughs> I actually don't know anything what a, what that means to be a Capricorn. So I'm not that woo. -woo. Nor do I. Oh really? I don't. I mean, I I look it up when girls are like, "What's your sign?" And then I look it up to go like, <laughs> "It's Capricorn." And then I go like, I Google like Capricorn and Libra. How do they go? You yeah, know? yeah. And it always works out. <laughs> oh, they're good. Well, I mean, they're always like. Well, this one doesn't go together too well. And I'm like, well, I mean, what do you know? Yeah, Capricorn traits. We're looking them up right now. Oh, God. What is the, What has this show become, folks? <laughs> We're a real woo-woo show oh, now. Oh, Jim Carrey's a Capricorn. Yeah, he's, well, Jim Carrey's birthday is the 17th. I, I knew that oh, just because like, okay. I was obsessed with Jim Carrey when I was a little kid. And I was like, his birthday. And I remember my friend <laughs> Nate's birthday was January 17th. And I was so fucking jealous because he had Jim Carrey's. Oh, Jim Carrey's, yeah. you're a big fan of him. I was, yeah, when I was a kid, big oh. time. Big influence, even though our comedy is nothing <laughs> like each other. I think it's pretty similar. So what is your sign? Pisces. Pisces. Um, Pisces are very emotional. I know that. I don't know anything about Capricorn, but let's see Capricorn and Pisces together. What if we're like the best match ever? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think Capricorn you and and Pisces get along, yeah. Do they? I mean, lovely. Signs? It's a lovely coupling that allows Capricorn to soothe that rough and tumble mindset of the Pisces. <laughs> I'm sure. Wait, and let go, rolling no, 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 steadily. The, that Capricorn has the rough oh, and tumble I have the mindset. Rough, well, that's oh, a, really? Okay, that makes more sense. And let go, rolling steadily through the Piscean sea of intrigue, mystery, and glamour, as Pisces enjoys the depth of Caps commitment <sighs> i don't know what, know what that means i have no you yeah. just read things and i was like wow, Same. Wow, wow. in lamer terms i found one that says that the capricorn and pisces friendship is often often considered one of the most beautiful and rewarding friendships possible wow what? and i agree with that whoa that's pretty cool. I never looked up the friendship ones. You know, when I'm looking up with a girl, you know, I go like, <laughs> I, I often go like, romance, sex, straight up the sex, because you can do that, you know? Yeah. There's a girl I'm talking to right now that's a Libra. Let's see what Capricorn and Libra sex is. Look that one up. What's yours again? Pisces. Mm -hmm. And you have a boyfriend now, right? No. Oh, I don't know why I thought that. Well, in April... And is that part of the manifest? The psychic. I went to a psychic. He's going to appear? She said, it, and let me just tell you, he's going to be from Indiana. He's moving here. He's two years younger than me. He works in TV. Are you out there? And he's, Do you know his name? He's in TV development. He already is in TV. And How's he going to... Wait, 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 wait. How's he going to move from April. Indiana and already be in TV well, development? Well, I asked the psychic. She said, stay curious. She said, listen. It might be June. It might be July. It might not be Indiana. It might never but happen. <laughs> it might never happen. But stay curious. So if this man comes in April, I'm giving everyone her number. How does it get so specific? But <laughs> I also don't know. Be so vague. She was specific. She's like, it's gonna, he's going to be from Indiana, <laughs> but it might not be Indiana. Well, she said it could be like maybe the person that introduces you is from Indiana, but like. You know, some she said, I'm being called to say Indiana. This is like that fucking shit. What's that guy? <laughs> Remember that guy that would go in and he'd be like, 
Is there a... I'm, I'm getting a J. <laughs> Does anyone have a J in their life? And then right. someone would be like, oh, yeah. I do. And then they'd be like, someone died. Uh, do you have a someone that died? <laughs> That's older than you? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that guy? What the hell was his name? John Edwards? Yes. I John don't know Edwards. him. Crossing over? Yeah, he oh, was like, I'm it sure was like I'd a daytime TV show and he'd be sitting in the middle and it was just horseshit because he would be like, orange. <laughs> and someone would be like, yeah, these fucking rubes that come in from <laughs> Indiana probably. Indiana. But so. <clears throat> yeah, so we don't April, know. you're going to meet this. I'm taking it with a grain of salt. What's his race? Oh, I didn't ask. Well, we got to know that. I they didn't have, ask. You would think that they would get that. If we know he's from fucking Indiana, <laughs> we'd know what his race is, right? What if she's saying Indiana, but she's actually meaning Indian? Oh, India. I oh. have to stay curious. That's such a dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. I, am I going to hook up with this Libra? Oh, yeah. Or okay. Libra and Capricorn. Read it to me. Somebody. Uh, it's, it's it's mixed. It's, it's oh, mixed, Oh, no. I don't like that. Well, so that li- might be fun for you. Li- Libra is ruled by Venus, the goddess of love, and has the scales as its symbol. Capricorn is the sea goat who relates to ambition, drive, and perseverance to succeed. Mm. They are ruled by the planet Saturn, the taskmaster of the zodiac. All right. I mean, does any does this start to say if we're gonna fuck her? The compatibility of Capricorn and Libra doesn't. It it says it doesn't scream match made in heaven, but it isn't the one that (laughs) never works out either. Oh, uh oh. So it could or it couldn't. I mean, that's the stay curious. That's what all this horseshit is. It's like yes, but also maybe no. I also looked it up in um you know dumbed down terms again. I googled do Capricorn and Libras fuck well, and it says (laughs) sex is hot, hot, hot. Oh, cool. Okay, that's fine. No, I'm not going to send her anything. I'm just, I got to go in with the notion that send the stars are aligned, episode. you know? <laughs> that would be really funny. I'm sure she'll watch it. If you sent that. What, the second one? It's just hot, 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 hot. That's our horoscope, babe. <laughs> Uh, well, hot, I'm really hot, excited. Hot. April's going to be a hell of a month for you. What else is going to happen other than romance? Have oh, you manifested anything else in your brain? Y- mm, it's, yeah. Um, so besides You're, that. Yeah, it doesn't count or um, matter. <laughs> uh, lots of money coming my way. Oh, it's lots about time, Lots of Chase. money. It's lots about of time. money. I think you're going to get that. That part, I feel like, okay. is on its way. I also think that psychics just tell you what you want to hear she's like there's a great man from indianapolis and so much money but how did she know you wanted a man she asked oh well that's see that's the other thing she had to ask i know well she said are you single well she should know that she's a psychic also look at like they pick up cues like i'm not wearing a ring you know what i mean if she proclaimed to you when you walked in the door chase you are woefully single i would have been like oh she's a psychic But if she has to ask you, that defeats the purpose. I'd be like, you tell me, lady. I I would go in there with such a skeptical mind. It would be ruining it. But, you know, stay curious, like she said. Stay curious. Yeah, listen, I'm going to let you know in April. Have me back on in April, would you? We got to have another uh, episode in (laughs) April, folks. Okay. And I'll tell you what happened. I can't wait to meet Jeff from Indiana. Oh, Jeff. I don't know. I'm coming up with names for him. It's a good name. Is that a bad name? It's a good name. What's a name? I like Jeffs. You like Jeffs. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if it's a Jeff with a G? Not a deal breaker, but I think it's <laughs> odd. Yeah? Yeah. What if he's named after the Toys, Toys R Us draft? 
Jeffrey. <laughs> I think that's odd. <laughs> yeah, that would be odd, I would say. But listen, I don't know why I'm this memory. Staying curious. With my um, high school girlfriend, we named my penis Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why I just remembered that. <laughs> that is a legitimate thing. That's such a random name. Yeah. Or you're, you being Josh. Yeah, and it was with a G. <laughs> It was Jeffrey with a G. <laughs> yeah, I made sure to have that uh, distinction. Do you guys name penises? Is that something that I uh, do? Girls or do I? You I know, with your boy, your boy, your guys. I think I've given names, but not like <clears throat> it hasn't loud? been my relationship. It's just been like a friend, and it was like Ernacio, I think. To a friend's to penis. Friend? Yeah. Wait, the penis's name was Ernacio. Yeah, the penis was Ernacio. Okay. Um, well, what was the how, what was your relation to the penis? Yeah, just, just really good friends. I just needed a way to reference it. <laughs> you friends on oh, the penis? Okay, <laughs> okay. You've never named a penis? I think I have. Oh, really? But I don't remember. You don't remember the I name? I don't remember college. <laughs> so. <laughs> it had to have happened around then. I don't remember <laughs> college. Man, you really like raged in college. I oh, wish yeah. I knew you then. Isn't that fun? Because I don't. I think people are surprised to find out. I was yeah, a because like partier. Yeah, you were a partier, but like <laughs> I can't imagine you were like a colossal whore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. You were just re- you just partied, and I would get really drunk and then do monologues for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> I was a theater major. Uh, and they're like, all right, I'm going to go talk to that girl over there. She's a little more sober. I have had that where you go like, you don't, you know, you're drinking with a girl and then you don't realize how drunk they are. And then there's a moment you do realize it and you go, oh, this can't happen anymore. Um, I would imagine your moment would be like doing the monologue. The guy's like, all right. Well. I'd have a group of people around me. And I'd be, they'd take, I'd take requests. Like, it was fun. They loved my monologues. Oh, well, yeah, they were all theater kids too, right? No. I was in, I was, my I was in I the Greek life sorority oh, fraternity. Yes, that's, that's, yes, yes, I was yes. the only theater person. I see. Yeah. And you were like. We're... I would do accents. I'd be like, <laughs> here's Irish. What's your best <laughs> accent? Australian. Australian? Austra- it's like, <laughs> I got a B in um, my dialect class, so I'm not great, but it was like <laughs> a bit of a question deflection at the end. So oh, everything yeah, goes up speak. like that. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that yeah. good? Is, I went to well, the Barbie. I, I mentioned it on this podcast, but I watched Love on the Spectrum. <laughs> okay. And uh, <laughs> Would they do monologues? Well, no, they're Australian, you know. Oh. They kind of do monologues. <laughs> I'd get to the end, though, and... Uh, <laughs> It was the United States <laughs> version, you know? Have you watched mm-hmm. the show? No. At the end, they have a U.S. season. What do but you mean I at didn't the realize end, they have a like U.S. Like, you know, they have five seasons. The fifth season is United mm. States or something. Okay. And I didn't realize it. And then, uh, you know, I just thought that's how autistic people talked. But they're Australian. <laughs> oh, they're like, you didn't know it was set in Australia. No, I thought it was autism. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, ye? Ye? I'm like, that guy's autistic. <laughs> Really? I feel like you should write a joke about this. I kind of did. Oh, you did. Okay. Let's get into some sports. <laughs> okay. 
Today's Josh Potter show is brought to us by DraftKings. Oh boy, my friends, the NFL playoffs are locked in. They're loaded, and now you can start betting on wild card action. It's the big wild card uh, weekend coming up here in the NFL, and DraftKings is the place to do it right in there. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. And to kick off the road to the Super Bowl, uh, we've got new customers that can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. I mean, good Lord, I have just been... Do the Jacksonville Jaguars have been just raking in money for me this year, I gotta say, and I might even hit on them coming up here in the wild card round against the old LA Chargers. I think the Chargers are a weak team, and I'm gonna kind of ride with the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's a plus sign for the plus sign poppy right there, my friend. I'm gonna hit that up faux show. And so you can just place any NFL bet, by the way, of your choice. And if it loses, you're gonna get a free bet backup to $10. Action so good, why bet NFL playoffs anywhere else, my friend? So right now you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code Josh Potter and new customers, they can bet $5 on the NFL and get $200 in free bets instantly. So right now only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code Josh Potter. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply and go see those show notes for details. Beep, beep. Oh, and the sports world was a somber one this past week because my own very Buffalo Bills had a member of their team. Uh, something crazy occurred. Are you aware of this incident? Oh, is, is this was the one the that world. had a heart attack? Damar Hamlin, yes. I'm aware. Yeah, I mean, it really swept the country, and it's so crazy because last week I filmed the episode that came out last week right before the game, went home after I taped it. Uh, we had um, – who the hell was here last week? Kim. Kim. Kim Congdon. I don't – I'm folks, I was in an Uber <laughs> before I came here, and the heat was so hot, it had to have been what – the Jews felt in Auschwitz because it was so bad. I was, I am affected still. I'm like sick from it. Anyhow, so my brain is all over the place. <laughs> but so last week we taped the episode. And then we're fine, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to, okay uh, to say, okay. I went home to watch the game and it was a big game because not only is it uh, implications for the number one seed in the AFC but also fantasy football championships are going on. Mm. So it's a big Monday night football game, huge game. And not but, you know, 10 minutes into it, the the incident happened where De- DeMar Hamlin hit T. Higgins, and evidently T. Higgins hit him at that spot right on your heart impactfully at that perfect millisecond right between beats or something like that where it can cause, the trauma can cause a cardiac event. Whoa. And so... You know, DeMar Hamlin, it seemed routine. He stood up afterwards. He even adjusted his helmet, and then he just collapsed. (gasps) And it was, you know, you see things like that in a football game, and you think, oh, a head injury or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't think heart. No, and you think, of course, like, okay, maybe he's knocked out. They're going to do some smelling salts. They'll get him off the field. But as time went on, he was on the field for a long time, and you couldn't really see what was going on. 
and the people were you watching this live oh yeah <gasps> and people, what were you thinking you know like i said you think it's a head injury or something but again things are taking a little longer than they normally do and again you can't see what's going on around him because the players are kind of huddling around him to hide what's going on what we hmm. end up finding out later is they're doing cpr, CPR for 10 minutes not only cpr but they're doing the clear <gasps> and so <clears throat> they uh are how and, and so the only indication of what's going on is the players' faces that are being shown on the broadcast, which are inconsolable. Trey White was sobbing. You know, you see just like kind of horror on the players' faces. And the only thing that it kind of reminded me of was years and years ago. I can't remember what year it was, but a player on the Bills, Kevin Everett. 97. No. <laughs> wasn't 97. Mm. It's funny that you just threw one out there. <laughs> Go on. This is in the 2000s. But Kevin Everett, um, he was on the kickoff return thing, and they eventually changed the rules for this. But he collided with a person, and he was paralyzed instantly on the field. But they did something where they injected him with, like, this cold, whatever the hell. He eventually walked again. Whoa. But in that moment, he was, he, like, broke his neck or back or something. And that was what it reminded me of <sighs> in this case. But in this case, it was weird because... You know, Kevin Everett, when he went down, he was down because he was paralyzed. paralyzed. So that wasn't the case with DeMar Hamlin because he stood up. You knew that you could rule that out right away, you know. So this was very peculiar. And the broadcast was interesting to me. I've, obviously, I'm a big student of broadcasting. These are the moments where people either shine or they uh, falter. And they don't know what to do and they don't know how to fill the air. And you could see panic on people's faces because they didn't know like and they were emotional. Mm. And there's really not much you can do other than like let the moment breathe. I don't even know why they tried to like force these people to talk half the time. It's just like put up a slate that says the game has been postponed. I mean, it doesn't have you mean to the, be like commentators. Yes, exactly. They were just having to talk and yeah, and they didn't figure really, out what Joe was going Buck on. and Troy Aikman. I don't really need them to be giving me the gravity of the moment. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thankfully, later on, Ryan Clark came on the air, and he was fantastic. He, he actually very much impressed me. So did Scott Van Pelt, but he's a pro, and I already knew that. Um, but, yeah, it was just a, a, it, it, a cloud loomed over the football world for a whole week. We didn't know if there were even going to be games played this, this past week, you know? Thankfully, DeMar Hamlin ended up, coming out of it I can't, and it's actually miraculous to me I thought he was going to be like a vegetable yeah Do you know what I mean because who knows how long he was without well, oxygen I heard the first thing he asked when he woke up in the hospital was did we win yeah he wrote on a paper and so like even that like the fact that he remembered there was a game and like he had the wherewithal to like know that that was impressive to me. I'm like, well, maybe he'll have a struggle. I don't care about that. Not a fig. Oh, it's all right. Jesus, Otto. I mean, sounds like a woo-woo astrologist. <laughs> so mad. Golly. <laughs> but um, no, that was impressive. And the doctors even came. They said, you know, the not only are the lights on, but Demar is home, is the way they put it. So okay. like that means he has like cognitive thought. And by Sunday, he was talking. He was FaceTiming with the players. Aww. He even stood up at one point. I mean, like, and now he's out of the hospital. He's back in Buffalo in a hospital there. So unbelievable recovery. Wow. The fact that he died on the field for the most part, and they brought him for back like to life. For like 10 minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. 
And who's is the person that brought him back to life like a hero right now? Oh, big time. There's people that are lobbying to put and I wish I I think his name is Kellerman, Dr. Kellerman. Can you look that up for me? Um but he they're they're lobbying to put him in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Wow. But you know what I found this is strange. I'm glad you brought that up. The man was the assistant something or other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he should have been the the guy. Like, where was the the lead guy? The lead guy was couldn't do like, it. Was he just like taking off? You can't just take off for a game. I think the assistant was like, "I'm trained in this." What if the assistant blew it and the lead guy was like, you know, on vacation or something? Oh. Then does well, he get in trouble? I think the assistant is now going to be the main guy. Yeah, you would think. If anything, if I'm the main guy, I'm like, well, you can have my job, brother. Yeah. You just saved a guy's ass. So my question is, I heard that you couldn't see any of this online because they wanted to take it down. Is there video of it? Oh, there's tons of video of him. The collapse, you mean? I must not have searched that hard. I mean, I I saw it. Then I haven't really like looked since, but the night of, I mean, there were like YouTube shorts. I mean, it was all over the place. I don't want to show it. Oh, but yeah, so it's Denny Kellington. Kellington. Okay, mm. thank you, Doctor Kellington. Thank you. You're God right. bless you. You're the man. Uh, and uh, I mean, hell of Hero. a job. Hell mm-hmm. of a job. Well, so football did happen this week. Oh, okay. And uh, you know they did crazy. Tra- it was almost like I'm so happy he's alive to see this because also you know his tr- his charity. He had the Chasing M's Foundation, and his goal was to raise twenty five hundred dollars, which is like. Nothing. Yeah, I would have given it to you. Damar, come on, buddy. Raise those standards a little yeah. bit. But you know what happened? Uh, because of all this, he ended up raising over $8 million. It's like $8 <gasps> million and counting. Really? So that's What's amazing. What's the Chasing M Foundation? Uh, he will. It's to provide toys for a toy drive. and I'm not sure what else he does with it, but Aww. he's a big community guy. I mean, Damar Hamlin is a, a good man. And so um, not only that. They had on Sunday very many tributes. You know, they highlighted the number three on the field. They had a moment of not silence, but like cheering for wow. DeMar Hamlin, you know. So it was a, a great outpouring. And, you know, being a giant Bills fan, mm-hmm. it was moving, you know. And then the Bills obviously had an emotional <gasps> game and they had a kickoff return for a touchdown in the opening moments. And everyone's crying and it was amazing. Uh, but the Pittsburgh Steelers... Uh, you know, they were playing in their game. They're trying to make it to the playoffs this yeah. week. And, you know, they're they're being, uh, you know. Uh, Are they making fun of it? No, but they had a sack here. Can we uh, pause it and play it for real here? Let's pu- put it up. So there was a sack. And so as a celebration in the sack, you know, they do this from time to time. I just don't know that I would have chosen this week to do it okay. necessarily on the heels of all the celebration of DeMar Hamlin. Let's see what they chose to celebrate. Okay. Give him the CPR. <laughs> I mean, that was a little. <laughs> People are like, wow, that's a scum. People are really up in arms about it. I mean, it. I think that's too soon. All right, you can stop it now. I don't know what a sack is. A sack is when the defense tackles the quarterback. Oh. It's a good, a good oh, play it's a for good the thing. defense. So he did the sack and then he like was laying there and he was. I think the- that's insensitive. You do, yeah. I don't I, think, know. I mean, it's obviously insensitive. I just don't know that we should get like people are like fucking scumbags. You know what happened before that? It looks and, like they're making fun of it. I mean, I think they just did this because they do it from time to time, and they didn't go like, oh. They do the they do the CPR first. Yeah, that's like a common oh, celebration. Oh, okay, that's a normal thing. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they it's not like they're known for it or whatever, okay. but it's like a common. 
sometimes they do that. Yes, I've seen it before. Is okay, all I'm now I'm a little less peeved. One that happened before that, though, the week of Damar Hamlin. You know, it didn't happen. You know, obviously, Damar Hamlin's incident happened after this occurred, but there was an incident where, um, uh, what's his fucking name, Kayvon Thibodeau from the New York Giants, he tackled Nick Foles in a sack, and Nick Foles was injured from the sack. He was like, he like broke his ribs. He oh, was God. laying on the ground like, uh, he was sounding like the grapes lady. Remember the grapes yeah. lady from the, uh-huh. like, uh, uh, <laughs> I love uh, the grapes lady. So he was down there like, uh, uh, and Kayvon Thibodeau was laying next to him after having sacked him and was just doing snow angels next to him. And everyone's like, that's fucked up. He's hurt next to him or whatever. Snow and angels. Kayvon Thibodeau's like, I don't give a shit. Wow. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, You want to know something cool? Yeah. I just put this together that you're a Buffalo Bills fan. Mm-hmm. My um, dad's uncle, Joe O'Donnell. He played for the Bills. Yeah. No, your dad told me about that one. Oh. Me? It was fun. Yeah. You already that's know. That's cool. He's a tight end, right? <laughs> I believe. Yeah. I don't know, actually. But <laughs> <laughs> so is your uncle? I, my dad's uncle. Oh, my grandpa's brother. That's your uncle too. Yeah. And you know, I mean, if my uncle played for the Buffalo Bills, I would be talking about it all the time. I'd call Did him you on the know? phone. I'd Did know you his know stat the lines. name? I mean, I don't. It's from like the seventies. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Long he played time with. Ago. I, I think your dad said he played with Jack Kemp, which is very cool. Oh. Jack That's Kemp, good. you know, Jack Kemp, uh, <laughs> no. former quarterback of the Bills that eventually was the vice presidential candidate with Bob Dole. Really? And my mom, when she, in the 70s or 80s or whenever, he was like running for low-level government, my mom used to go door-to-door and like campaign for him. Wow. Jack Kemp, baby. Too bad he's a Republican scumbag. <sighs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> Today's Josh Potter Show is brought to us by Mint Mobile. Why are you still paying wild prices for your monthly phone bill, friend? It's uh, something that we all have to use. We all have our phone. We all need it for various things at this point in our lives. It's become a utility. Right now, I would suggest switching over to Mint Mobile because right now, if you switch to Mint Mobile, you're going to get their unlimited plan for 50% off. Mint Mobile they let you order from home and you can save with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. It's the perfect time to switch, but hurry because this deal is going to be ending January 15th coming up here this week. So you want to get on it right away here, my friend. It's the perfect time to switch Buy any three month plan and get three more months for free, even their unlimited plan. So again, that's a three month plan that you buy. You're going to get three months for free. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the largest uh, 5G network in the nation. So do you love your current phone? No problem. Doesn't matter. You're going to get to keep it. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and switch easily in minutes with eSIM. So right now you can buy any three-month Mint Mobile plan and get three more months for free just by going over to mintmobile.com slash potter. Again, that's mintmobile.com slash potter. You can cut your wireless bill to just 15 bucks a month over at mintmobile.com slash potter. Hurry, the offer ends January 15th. But you know, uh, also what's going on out there in the old uh, football world, J.J. Watt retired. You know who J.J. Watt is? Pull up JJ Watt. Let me see if Mm-mm. I don't think you'll you'll even be attracted to this man. Oh, because I know you're to see if I'm attracted. I know your type. This man is yeah. not. You don't find this man attractive. Well, only because he's a little too bulky. Yeah, muscular. You yeah, don't like, I don't like, he's him like being cap, muscular. He's like huge. He looks like a cartoon. JJ okay. Watt. Yeah, I mean, if he was like a 
a little skinnier. Mm-hmm. I think I'd like him. He's married to or dating. I think he's married to a professional soccer player, woman soccer player. Wow. So you know their sex is like fucking <laughs> mechanical. I mean, it is like dush, dush, dush. Maybe they're a you know Capricorn and Libra. <laughs> <laughs> I don't find that kind of shit hot, though. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, like you don't want to be in the bed like you're playing football. Exactly. I don't want to, like, like he's hitting the sleds. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> Is that a football term? Yeah, you know in the practice field when they're like, skadoosh, to the uh, <laughs> no. pads. Skadoosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Well, they do that. And okay. then I just, I don't want sex to be like we're at the gym, you know, and we're getting our reps in. Oh, this sled. I've seen this. Yes. I thought it was like, you're pushing. Well, yeah, you push it down the <laughs> field, you know? See how that guy goes. Yeah. Skadoosh. <laughs> They did <laughs> So J.J. Watt, though, he retired from the NFL. This okay. was his final game. He's Why? Gonna be, well, he's getting old and he's had, you know, some injuries and stuff. But he is, um, you know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's going to be a dad. And well, then, he is a dad. Well, I know, but I don't think football players retire because they're dads. No, no, no. They definitely don't. In fact, Tom <laughs> Brady reti- went back into it. I heard. Dad, I think. But... Uh, <laughs> It was a big moment. You know, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, most likely, and it's a big deal. So when he retired, uh, he's walking off the field, and there's a line of special needs kids getting ready to meet him and stuff. But scumbag reporter Darren Ravel, he needed to be the first person to greet J.J. Watt upon his exiting of the field. Let's see it here. He says, this is Darren Ravel's actual post. I worked to get into position for 18 minutes, and he's got laughy faces. Yeah. Watch him cut in front of a bunch of special needs kids. Here's Darren Ravel following him. No, JJ, JJ, wait, 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 wait. Before you talk to these special needs kids. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Okay there, Darren. Thanks, buddy. I'm going to go talk to these children now. Yeah, that felt very conceited. Ravel's such a scumbag. He's just like a dork. I hate Ravel. You know him? Oh, I don't know him, but I hate his guts. <laughs> Everything he does is so like, and then he gets like uh, sanctimonious on shit. Why is he in a suit? Oh, he's because a reporter. Because he's a reporter. He's down there. He's like, I'm here to report on J.J. Watt's final game. And really, he just wants to get his dick sucked by J.J. Watt at the end of the day. <sighs> It didn't work. Yeah. It didn't work. It didn't work. I think I I just, yeah, I think, again, that's rude. I think the CPR and this, everything you're showing me is insensitivity. (laughs) (laughs) And as New Year, New Chase. Yeah. In your woo-woo phase, (laughs) this is not good vibrations. This is low vibrations. Low vibrations. Mm -hmm. That's what you say. We want to be in high vibrations. High vibrations. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe this will help. This is something that is... uh, I want to offer up to folks. DirecTV has their own version of Red Zone. And Red Zone is a show that is my favorite thing on television. There's two of them. There's one on DirecTV and there's one on like regular TV. With um Scott Hansen. Not Will Smith's wife. Jada Pinkett. No, that Pinkett. is the Red Table. The Red Table. This is a football show. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so <laughs> Uh, okay. Like I said, so they have like the regular version that's on cable and on other packages, and that's with Scott Hansen. That is the superior one, if you ask me. Okay. 
the best one. So Andrew Siciliano does this other one, kind of a shitty version, if you ask me again. But much respect to Andrew Siciliano. I like him as a broadcaster, and he does his best. But this version of Red Zone is gone now, the DirecTV version. Okay. So the people that came up watching Andrew Siciliano no longer have him on Football Sunday. Is this a video? Play it for me. He, okay. says, he says his goodbyes. Oh. And the Dolphins, as the seventh seed, are in. They'll go to Buffalo. And that's going to do it. Thank you for watching the Red Zone channel today. Season 18, week 18, episode 308. For all of us, and I truly do mean all of us, here in Los Angeles at DirecTV and NFL Sunday Ticket, we thank you for watching episode 308. We thank you for watching another week of the one, the only, the original Red Zone channel. My name is Andrew Siciliano. I'll see you some other day. All right, let's get rid of it there. Now, I take umbrage with the fact that he said the original Red... I don't know for a fact that the DirecTV version is the original or Look not. at my face. I'm a little confused. Right. Okay. Because Scott Hansen, I thought, was the original. Okay. And I did notice people on Twitter, though, being very upset that this version is gone. And I understand if this was the one that you watched week in and week out. It is, like, for me, if, if they ever took away Scott Hansen's Red Zone, I would be distraught. I would be inconsolable. Really? What Red Zone is, by the way, if you don't know, you turn it on at the start of the football games, and it is no commercials. It plays every touchdown, every, like, play. You see it just jumps back and forth, all the, like, exciting plays of each football game. Okay. So it's just constant action. I think boom, that's boom, boom, been boom. on before, like, at Christmas Eve. Has it? It was on, I mean, it would they have been on this past all Christmas all the... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watch it every week <laughs> from 10 a.m. until... 5 p.m. Really? Seven hours of commercial-free football. That's really? the way that it's... Yes. So, I mean, I love it. I cried yesterday. It was the last week of the season. I was like, oh, what am I going to do? Really? I, I love it. I'm so sorry. I have to... If I meet a Libra... Yeah? I got to, like... She's got to watch Red Zone with me. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I got. we got to find the, the woo-woo sign that we'll watch Red Zone. <laughs> do we have one of those? We pull it up. It <laughs> well, you have to ask this Libra if she watches Red Zone. No, she doesn't, but she uh, she might watch she it will. just to see. I mean, not maybe not will, but she'll give it a try. She'll give it a try. But so I just wanted to tell folks out there, if you are a big Andrew Siciliano Red Zone guy, come on over and try Scott Hansen because I guarantee you he's superior. I've tried both. And I Scott don't Hansen get is the why they had the same name. Well, because the uh, same show. They did it because it's all about television deals. Like DirecTV and the Sunday Ticket needed their own separate one from like, um, what are the other providers like Spectrum or whatever. Got it. So they did two. Now, DirecTV no longer has an NFL deal, so they got rid of it. Wow. Yeah. So the video you were showing me. Mm-hmm. The controversy was that he was like the original. That was the controversy in my head, but also I just wanted to show him signing off. He was very emotional, and I feel bad that he has he doesn't have that gig anymore. That's a fun gig. It's a fun gig. It's a fun gig indeed. Elsewhere, though. Okay. <laughs> this is an interesting. This is sports heavy. 
Yeah, I mean, we can go to the news no, if we want. No, no. No, Sports. she says. I don't know. We have, I thought there was an article regarding this one. I'm trying to find it here. Uh oh I see something. Well, um, yes, it's involving a Colts cheerleader who was kicked off the team after her OnlyFans nudes were leaked mm. on Reddit. Now, I don't really need the article necessarily. She's look, she's obviously a looker. I would like her name <laughs> so I could subscribe, perhaps. Kristen Elise. Kristen Elise. She's going to make way more money, by the way, as <laughs> a, an OnlyFans model than she will as... You know those cheerleaders? They have to have a side job. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not good money. It is terrible money. Have you tried out for any? No, I have friends that were like Laker girls, though. Yeah. And they, ha- or like, yeah. And the NFL, I think, is it. even worse than the NBA. Yeah. In terms of I like, mean, it's really not for money. It's, I think they make like $200 a game or something silly like that. And there's only like 18 makes, of them. Yeah. And I uh, mean, they don't even go on road games. There's only She's like half. She's gorgeous. She is absolutely gorgeous. She's going to. And now that this article came out, it's only going to get her press. People are going to sign up for that OnlyFans. Yeah. But here's where I don't understand. Why can't she just have an OnlyFans and be a cheerleader? Jim Ursay is the owner of the Colts. The man has more drinking and driving incidents than I can possibly uh, even recant. Do you know what I'm saying? The man loves pills. He is a complete drug addict. Like, let her have an OnlyFans. Especially, or pay them more. That too. She probably has an OnlyFans because she gets two hundred a game. And we made that argument when it came to teachers because we had Sarah Jury on uh, back in twenty twenty two, and she was fired from her teaching job because she had OnlyFans. It's like, well, then pay the teachers more. Well, a teacher having an OnlyFans. Do you think teachers make enough money? I think they make more than dancers and NFL. Well, sure, a hundred percent. They should. No, I don't. I actually, I actually think that's inappropriate for the teacher to have an OnlyFans if the young kids see it well they how are they seeing it it's not like she's showing they it can to go on to OnlyFans well sure but they could do that anyway oof you're right you make a good point so we think it's okay the teacher had an OnlyFans <laughs> I you know I side with her in that it wasn't made publicly aware to the people until someone outed her I just read a, a book called um, The Royals Next Door. It's a, Ooh, I, are you the one who told me about this or somebody else was talking about I this I don't book? know. It was, it's a r- romance novel and she's a teacher and she has, she has her own romance podcast. Mm. She gets fired. Because of the romance because, podcast. Because they think it's inappropriate to have a romance podcast. Now in the romance podcast, does she talk about getting dicked down by the security guard? Yes, so that's you've why. read it. No, no, no. You've I read haven't read book. it. I remember you talking. About I was telling it. you. I was probably reading it when we went to Yuma. No, you did. Yes, because you mentioned <laughs> that you were reading this book, and the yeah. security guard. You were like, <clears throat> when you're reading it, you're like, well, she didn't describe him. Yeah, how a, I would have. Yeah, like I don't find the way she described this man as attractive, so I changed the man. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So like, well. <laughs> What was it described as? They describe as, like, him like that football player, Jez. J.J. Watt. Yeah. Jez? <laughs> jizz, Jizz Watt? <laughs> Jeff with a G. Um, <laughs> yeah, like they described him like J.J. Watt. Okay, I had so to put in my mind like the French guy in Emily in Paris. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, pull him up. I'm picturing Timothy Chamulet. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. So you'd rather like a... 
<laughs> Let's see what he looks like first. Emily in Paris, French Him, guy. Lucas Bravo. Can we get like a full body shot? Full body. Full body shot. Lucas Bravo? This, all right, well, hey, I mean, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just watched the movie um, Ticket to Paradise with Julia... Ch- uh, Childs? No, wait. Ticket to wait, Paradise. what's her name? I can't do it. Julia Childs. No. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Julia, pr- pretty woman. Julia. Oh, Roberts. Julia Roberts. Thank That's what you. Just okay. Said. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I just watched it, and he's in it, and he's fabulous. And so I started watching Emily in Paris. For he's got to be twenty-five years younger than Julia Roberts. Yeah, he plays. He's he's thirty-two. And she's still getting it. And he plays uh, her boyfriend. Wow, I, I like know. that. That's like uh, reverse Hollywood. Usually, it's like Jack Nicholson's fucking Helen yeah, Hunt. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Something. Like I mean, that. look at him. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> we can go back. What to sign do you at think the... he is? I don't know. I think Pisces. He's sensitive. Let's find out. Okay. Let's find out if he <laughs> is he from Indiana. Oh no, he's from France. Oh, he's from France. Oh, Aries. Aries. You I know anything know. about that? No. He's an Aries Spears. <laughs> well. Okay, well, anyway, I'm sorry. I just think there's hypocrisy He's in the- He's equally as good looking as she is good looking, this cheerleader that went on No, that I'm saying that's fans. your type, though, this man. <laughs> Do you see that? <laughs> yeah. That one's, what, what's so special about <laughs> well, this Well, look picture? at him like jazz hands. <laughs> oh, Okay. So just a little feminine. I like a little feminine. <laughs> That's in- so interesting. Because a girl I'm talking to recently, she was like too feminine. Not this guy, but just a. We were talking about a different person. It's just weird how girls are different like that. Yeah. I mean, it's they can't be guess, very feminine. Wait, what? It's just a little. What do you mean very? You don't want them very feminine. Have you dated a gay guy on accident? <laughs> you have. I. You scream. <laughs> <laughs> you scream I've dated a gay guy on accident. A couple. A couple? <laughs> and you didn't know going in. Well, I'm attracted to gay guys. Who is it? <laughs> they put themselves together really well. Sure. So if they're in the closet, you know, it's tough. Have you shoved a couple out? <laughs> what does that mean? Meaning like you dated them and they're like, I got to just come out. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> They haven't. <laughs> so when did you find out they were gay? I they've never come out. Oh, but they're yeah. <laughs> what was the what was your telltale signs? <sighs> Sex. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's like you can just tell. Um, I I grew up dancing, you know, in musical theater, mm-hmm. and I, I, I have good gaydar. I think. You're like, I can also, just tell. They also weren't getting erect when we would have intercourse. <laughs> That's happened too, yeah. Miss Justin Chase dated multiple gay men. <laughs> well, do you want a cute animal story? Okay. I know you love cute animals. Oh, do I ever, as long as it's a happy ending. Oh, it's a cute animal story, and uh, it's from Justin M. here. Okay. A prison union spokesman says a pigeon carrying a miniature backpack 
filled with drugs, was captured last week in the B.C. Correctional Institution. John Randall, Pacific Regional President of the United or the Union of Canadian Corrections Officers, said the bird was apprehended at Pacific Institution in Abbotsford, 80 kilometers east of Vancouver. He said a fabric backpack was tied to the pigeon containing crystal methamphetamine. Do we have a picture of the bird with the backpack? Because that's the cute part. This is the cute animal story. Yeah, it's a it's a little pigeon with a backpack with crystal meth in it. How okay, adorable! You're right, that's you're adorbs. Right. That's adorbs. Like a pigeon with a little backpack on. Well, I yeah, it's see got the crystal backpack. meth in it. Sure do I. So do I. I mean, <laughs> sure do I. Sure do I. Want sure to do see I it. ever. Randall said he was told by officers that the gray bird was spotted with its unusual cargo on December 29th in a yard at the facility, and they set up a trap to catch it. Uh, an assistant warden at the Pacific Institution confirmed there was a recent interception of <gasps> contraband. It's not a backpack. Wait, is that a backpack? Or yeah, it's... it's a little leather backpack on oh, its back. I thought they cut into its <laughs> back. <laughs> And open they that. made a backpack by just slitting oh. a hole into his back. Is what you oh thought? Oh my, yeah. No, that's a little teensy backpack with crystal meth in. What if it? What if it was gumballs? What happens to the pigeon? Well, let's find out. Randall said in recent years, prison officers have been on the lookout for drones carrying drugs and other contraband, uh, but it was the first time in his 13 years as a corrections <laughs> officer he had heard of a live bird being used. Well, we all know that birds aren't real and. They're just drones in general anyway, Where right? were they planning on catching this bird? You mean the people that were trying to get the drugs? Mm-hmm. I believe, you know, maybe there was one of these, uh, some of these prisoners, they're really good with birds, so they go like... Really? And the birds will like fly on their shoulder like oh, they're fucking Cinderella. That is cute. So prisoners get good with birds? Yeah, some of them, you know, they go like... Mike Tyson was really good with pigeons. He would like race them and stuff. Really? Yeah, and so like... There's just there's a culture, uh, maybe in like impoverished areas where they play with these pigeons, and so like they just know how they work. And pigeons are like, yeah, they're just. Go, I'll try it. I don't know how to do it, but okay, you know they're like you don't know how. it's like a ghetto uh, Disney princess where they have like fucking little yeah. animated birds <laughs> yeah. flying around them. So wow, so did, maybe the bird thought it was supposed to go to the this. Well, the bird was. Someone put the little backpack of crystal meth mm-hmm. on the bird and was like, go, you know, it was very Game of Thrones. They mm-hmm. sent it to, like, deliver it. Mm-hmm. And evidently it was intercepted. Uh, wow. One guard suggested that uh, they had gone old school with the pigeon instead of the drone because officers increasing awareness of drug smuggling drones, which evidently they were encountering daily. Using a pigeon raised investigative difficulties compared to the drone, said Randall, because the precision of the drone made it easier to pinpoint the intended recipient of the contraband. He said the case was an indication of how creative criminals were becoming and smuggling drugs, which should be a massive concern to everybody. Uh Uh-oh. The introduction of drugs into federal prisons is becoming a huge crisis, and the whole goal of prisoners is to rehabilitate and release people. That's not the goal of fucking It's They love recidivism in prisons. Don't let them fool you. Recidivism. We want to have uh, rehabilitation. Yeah, okay. What a good word. So, but the pigeon doesn't get killed. No, the pigeon they let go. He will not be tried for the crime. He doesn't go to court. No, (laughs) with his little backpack. But he did lose his backpack. innocent pigeon. Well, how innocent is it? It delivered the drugs. I mean, come on, Chase. It's too. He could have said no. (laughs) No. 
he could not. He was an accomplice. No. <laughs> I'm glad they let him go. That was the right thing. How about another animal story? Okay. Uh-oh. But you know I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> so <laughs> nothing about killing them. Well, this one does die, but it's of old age. Okay, fine. You know? Okay. After a life of sniffing out criminals, the retired porn-sniffing dog oh. called <laughs> URL. His name was URL. Okay. He died back on December 30th, RIP. Weber County Sheriff's Office Office's URL was the fourth dog in the country to be certified and trained as an electronic storage detention canine. This coming, by the way, to us from Luke Rutz. You can send in your stories, joshpottershow at gmail.com. Detective Camera, Cameron Hartman in the canine completed more than 200 search warrants where they obtained digital evidence for cases that most often involved child sexual exploitation materials what he could sniff that out <laughs> i mean i'm just confused right what? i mean i think we should maybe have arrested this dog <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard the dog's of a, a pedophile dog. it's like yeah there's kitty porn in here this is shocking. The list of remarkable finds for the canine include a USB drive disguised as a key on a key ring full of keys. <laughs> okay. I mean, I could have figured that one out. <laughs> okay. I could have figured that one out without sniffing it. A micro SD card in a closed baby food jar and a small pencil box full of other items that was made or that was inside a large cedar chest. They're just like giving this guy's resume right now. Also, an <laughs> SD card high on a shelf. A cell. So he's like, there's kitty porn up there. And they're like, oh, lo and behold. That? How did he know it just wasn't like an SD card full of like oh, so bootleg he's DVDs? He's trained to smell digital files. Files. I don't know. <laughs> Child porn is what I understand. Because it's not like he's sniffing out uh, SD cards that have like the Josh Potter show on them. He comes in here, he's not sniffing those. He's like, nope, no kitty porn on those. <laughs> The almost eight-year-old police dog recovered dozens of critical pieces of digital evidence that otherwise would have been overlooked. URL also provided emotional support to officers working in the stressful realm of child exploitation and to the children who were scared during the search warrant. So he'd be like, there's kitty porn here. And then he'd also like let the the guys who found the kitty porn be like, oh, my God, I have to look at this. And then they'd but pet the But maybe he thinks it's kitty cats. Okay. <laughs> That's why he's so adamant about it. There's cats in here. You might make him excited. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think he's getting excited for other reasons. Arrest this dog. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's a fucking menace. His unique skill set led to the nickname as the porn sniffing dog. Yeah, that's a great nickname. <laughs> he looks so cute. There he is, the, the old, that's like a cartoon comes out of him. They're like, the porn sniffing dog. URL, URL, he's the porn sniffing dog. Oh, because URL. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. Well, the whole time I'm like, what an odd name, but I get it now. <laughs> yeah, URL, like a. Like a, a URL. Yeah, like a link, hyperlink yeah. to some kitty porn. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't name him something else, like. <laughs> like kitty porn or right. something like that. There he is. 
Child pornography, that's the dog's name. URL was living with Hartman after retiring from police service in January last year. URL started out as a pound puppy, moving between shelters and foster homes and initially being deemed untrainable, loud, not good on a leash, and a biter. So this is like when a gang member becomes a cop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when the gang member has like, he's reformed and he's like, I used to be just like you. And then he's like a cop, you know? I want to know what you guys are laughing about back there. You can, you can tell. It's just the fact that later on in this article, it says that uh, our buddy URL here was actually interviewed by Terry Crews, <laughs> and he was on the show Cops at one time. Oh, that's very exactly what we were talking about. Terry Crews is like, so, <laughs> I'm here with a dog. <laughs> tell me about all the kitty porn you found. <laughs> uh. What a privilege it was to serve alongside you, Hartman wrote to URL. URL, my heart is broken and still filled with so many memories and emotions. Like finding the kitty porn, like memories, hilarious. Do you think? I don't yeah, want to think about those memories. I just don't know if the dog, just like the pigeon, it's this innocent thing. It doesn't know what it's doing. Evidently, the poor thing. It knew. Oh well, it that's knew. really sad. Well, sad ending. R.I.P. to URL. <laughs> he lived a full life. And obviously one of service. Okay. You know? Yeah. So we can't be too sad. Yeah. He lived a good life. Yeah. And the pigeon lived. Yeah. And he's got a cute backpack. Yeah. It just so happens to have crystal meth in it. <laughs> I want to make a little backpack for weed for the pigeons. <laughs> that would be cute. It would be cute. Please do tell all the roaches out there where they can find you and where you're going to be. Um, I'm going to be... Uh, at your show on Friday yes. at the Nightcap, uh, and uh, Instagram is Chase underscore O'Donnell, and keep a lookout for my comedy special coming out February 9th. That's right, baby. Exactly one month away. Woohoo! And my Instagram is at Josh underscore Potter. My Twitter is at J underscore Potter. There you'll find links to buy tickets for the big show Friday night. Annie Letterman, Chase O'Donnell, Sarah Weinshank, Hormoz Rashidi, Lulu Jojovich, maybe some more. Pleased to be coming How out. fun. It's going to be an epic show, and there's not that many <clears throat> tickets left. So pleased to be buying them. Burbank, California at the Nightcap, Friday nights. Other than that, joshpottershow at gmail.com. Please send in your articles the way Luke Rutz did. Justin M. coming out of the gate hot trying to get or repeat Rochi, so many others. Thank you so much for submitting your articles and your videos and also your music the way Griff Parker did as well. Chase, I love you. Thank you for coming. Thank you. You're the best. You're the best. Rochi Award for Best Guest of the Year, oh now the God. newly dubbed Chase O'Donnell Award. Thank you so much. And we can't wait to have you back. We'll have you back around April. So around April. If, uh, I'll let you know what happens. Dan from Indiana came by. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff, my bad, yeah. Mm -hmm. But other than that, folks, I hope we see you next Tuesday right here on The Josh Potter Show. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Hooray. Yay. Oh, yeah. People love the district.